So when we last talked, you'd gotten the call, you were chosen, and you were starting to do the at-home visits with him and his family, and you had just told the girls you felt like you were in sort of this limbo with not knowing how or when to share with your broader friends and family, but he's home, and you've he's had home. him for some time now. Yay. Yeah. Baby J, we can call him Baby J. He's home, and we've had him for three weeks, like wow. yesterday, I think. I know. It's been amazing. It's been like really so, so joyful. And I was telling someone that so much of what you train, what you train for, what you're <laughs> <laughs> like, you do a bunch of trainings and stuff in the adoption process. And so much is focused on what could go wrong or like the hard parts. And I'm sure we will have a road ahead of us, but it's been going really well. It's been Good. going like really, really well. He He's happy. He's just like a really happy kid. We weren't sure if he'd attach to one of us. Usually you only attach to one person at a time. So we weren't sure like how that would go with four of us. He really engages with and like loves on all four of us. I would say I'm definitely the primary because I'm like with him all the time. But we have Chris has dedicated like two or three hours of dedicated time with him each day. And yeah, we're just so happy. Do you want to talk about car seat saga that sounds like it could be a story so like the way the way you actually receive the child it's i just i don't know i just thought they'd like come and drop them off at our house <laughs> you door next your kid <laughs> i don't know like what did you think like it was like a park like you meet at a park and like you i do don't know yeah so I, so we actually had to go to the agency, which, duh, you got to sign some paperwork. Like that makes sense. <laughs> it really felt like, like he was actually like sitting on the meeting room table, but we had the girls yeah. with us. So it was, it was cute. They were wearing their super big sister capes and you just fill out a bunch of paperwork. And like Chris and I wrote something meaningful to read that we wanted to, we just wanted to address each of the, there was three of his caregivers were there um, who are all very special to us. And they like read a poem and, and things like that. But then like, there's this moment where it's like, okay, now let's take a picture and then let's go to the car. And so it, it's like a parade of like five people from the agency, the three caregivers, like the five of us. And we had to come with a car seat with the tag still on. Like we had a car seat, but I guess legally we need to have a new one with the tags on. I was like, whatever, I'm 150, whatever. And I don't know. I had I forgot to take out like the infant insert. <laughs> the little head and thing. He's yeah. Like, yeah. And he's like, he's large. He's like 90th percentile <laughs> um, at his 12 month appointment. And so I put him in. He's clearly not fitting, but I'm like, fuck. I I've never been the car seat person. And Chris is like loading the girls in on the other side and everyone's crowding around me as I'm trying to put his arms in, be like, this, everything's fine. It's going to be fine. Meanwhile, they have to like check the car seat. So our minivan is like truly a mess, truly disgusting. It's really in need of a detail. And so his base is in the middle and I'm already like, oh my God, Chris, you didn't clean your car. He drives the minivan, but I take ownership as well. And I see through the window as I'm trying to kind of get finagle him into the seat. First of all, the grandpa's like, well, that's not going to work. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I see the woman checking the base in the car seat and she's wiggling it up and down. Like I didn't check Chris's work. And I'm like, oh my God, 
like we're not going to be approved to take him home. So I finally figure out to take out the insert. The agency woman, like bless her heart, she said nothing about how loose the <laughs> how loose the car seat was. And I was just like, Chris, will you tighten that up? I figured out how to take out the insert. We got him in. But everyone was just like kind. And I just was sweating being the only one doing it. And then got him in and we were like, okay, bye. And then we drove away. And that was That's it. it. That was it. It was and crazy. We were a family of five. And we were a family of five. Yeah. Aww. Very, very crazy. How do they all do in the car, all three of them in a row back there? They did great. I mean, I thought baby Jay was just going to cry. You never know. Some babies are good in cars and some are not. He was entertained by these new big yeah. kids in the back with him. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I was interested to see how his grief would come about. And he just turned one. Like that, you're if you're in a new home, like you're going to be grieving. And we just weren't sure what that would look like. So far, it's been about once a week. He just wants to sort of lay on the ground and sob, like have a good cry, Mm -hmm. like a sad cry. Lasts maybe 10 to 15 minutes. He's not comforted by us. And so whether it's just one of us or both of us, we'll just kind of lay near him. And then last time when we felt like it was right, we started quietly singing like wheels on the bus. And he just came back to the present moment and was like smiling and giggling. And we want to make space for his emotions and it feels like the healthy thing to do. And the therapist said as such, Um, but it's been really, really fun. That's amazing. Yeah. Yay. How has working, because you've mentioned working with an adoption therapist a couple of times and it's so intriguing. How Mm -hmm. has working with an adoption therapist sort of helped with this transition? Is it common to be placed with a therapist when you Mm. get placed with a kiddo? I have no idea. This is a unique situation. She was working with our agency adoptions together. So we actually met with her like two years ago, twice. And then we were like, this is a little premature. Yeah, (laughs) I'm so glad that we did because we had a relationship with her. She's so fantastic. And now she's separated from the agency and she has a coaching practice. So since she's a coach, she can actually, with, you know, therapist credentials, she can actually continue working with us when we're in California, which is amazing. But just to be able to talk through like, these are the things that are happening. Or one of the sessions was like, it's going really well, but where are my blind spots in this process? What else should I be looking for? Or it's not like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, but I also don't know what I don't know and want to be informed. So she's been really open to whatever we need. And then she does a good job of being like, now, how are you doing? How is Chris doing? How are you guys doing? Three kids under five that happened almost overnight. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mary Pam just turned six. This part is problematic that hopefully is short term, but like when I have free time, I need it to be my time. So like when Chris walks in, I'm like, what? (laughs) Like it's, I'm not. And, and the other thing is like at night. Okay. So when you have a baby, you start with an eight pound baby that you're like picking up and holding. Well, I just got like a 22 pound baby. My body is tired. And the end of the day, I'm just head on the pillow and he's like, Hey, and I'm like, I'm tired. (laughs) Right. Right. Your cup's full. Yeah. Yes. So I'm feeling like that'll be short term. As you know, we have been working on a childcare situation that'll free up some, you know, brain space and time and whatnot physical space. (laughs) And Chris, I don't know, ask him. (laughs) 
We it's don't only cross been three weeks. <laughs> it probably feels like a lot longer, but it's only been three weeks. Yeah, he just slid right into our family. It feels like it's it's just our family. But I think finding like refinding the footing in our relationship, I think will be important in the next week. Do you need to go get him? I hear him. No. Okay, okay. I'm on the cl- I'm on the work clock. Okay, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> yes, yes. I will say you've been really phenomenal the couple of calls that I've had and it has struck me that the second you hear him, you're like, I got to go. I got to go get him. Hang on a second. He's in the background. And I remember when I had Ellie specifically and I was trying to do this like work from home thing and I would hear her cry, but I would have a client, I would let her cry because I was too scared to say Mm -hmm. to the client, my baby's crying in the background. And it's one of those things that sits with me in not a good way now thinking Mm. about how many times I let her like cry it out when she woke up because I didn't want to inconvenience the client. So I'm watching you say, nope, my priority right now is him. And Aww. I really struck me in a really joyful way that I was like, yay, go get Aww. it. Get back. It's so wonderful. sweet. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like I've learned a lot in this process in the past five years, but also I'm just going to like quickly text Chris, <laughs> go get him. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I feel like I better understand now is that Everyone wants to see the humanity and the baby and like the joy the baby brings me and that's a positive thing. Yes. Number two, I do feel like it's a little different that when he needs me, I want to be there because of the adoption. I want to make sure that I'm there for his need. I do feel some of the same drives. I would call that like mom anxiety, new mom anxiety, but I do overall feel so much more calm, like hundred percent more calm. Just like being able to set him down and go to the bathroom. It is different. And I did worry, because how can you not, about like, will I feel like he's my kid? Or will I Mm. wonder, you know, about medical issues? Because I don't know that much about his first year of life or whatever. And I just like, don't. I just feel like he's my kid. And that is so, I know, it just like really warms my heart that it's working. And I know this is not everyone's experience, but all I know is my current experience and we are very, very happy. Do you watch the show This Is Us? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's one of my favorites. It just does such a good job of showing all of the perspectives of all of the generations, but the storyline of Randall, the adopted son, has been a really fascinating one to watch. Yeah. 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 That part's really interesting. We definitely had questions from family members about openness Mm -hmm. because we have an open adoption. And, but what I think a lot of people don't realize is that like 95% of adoptions have some level of openness. It's just like the healthy thing to do. And so often when people are afraid of openness, it's because of what they've seen in the media or the birth parents are going to come and take the child away. And it's just not, it's, this doesn't, really typically work like that. It's usually a healthy thing and there's all different types of relationships. But yeah. Yeah, that that was very interesting with Randall's story mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. mad he got when she didn't tell him. But she was afraid. Yeah, she was afraid. She was afraid. And it was a different different time mm-hmm. too. And we know more now, but that whole yeah. storyline has been really fascinating to watch. Yeah. I have a question. What did you forget 
about the baby stage that hits you like right in the face when you brought baby Jay home? Oh, yeah. Having to hold like a rock in your arm (laughs) while you're trying to do everything else. I'm for sure not a great stay-at-home parent because like I don't get anything done. I'm pretty good at being present with the kids, but you're not unloading a dishwasher with one arm and a li- no. this child is like a little Roomba eating all the choking hazards all around us. And like, how do you keep your house swept? So yeah, I think the need to always watch them or be holding them was the biggest thing for me. Yeah. And yeah. where do you find you're giving yourself more grace now that you didn't when you had your girls? Oh, these are great questions. Definitely. I know what I need more. I'm more of aware of my own needs and I'm a little bit unapologetic about meeting them. Like, again, I know that Chris and I need to find more time together and even that time to talk. We're not even like having that much time to talk, especially on the weekends. Weekends are sort of like the hard part. The weekday is much easier while the girls are in school. But I know this is temporary and I'm just like, I need to do my workout and work on my creative outlet, working mom hour stuff. And this is what I'm doing. (laughs) And he'll come up and snuggle me and be like, I'm so happy to see you and I'm going to give you your space. And then he'll like walk away. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys are still pretty strong though through that. Yeah, we are. He, he gets it. We both like have different needs. I'm probably more attuned to his needs than I was because like I don't remember caring at all about his needs postpartum I really just keep going back to how hard it was when I physically had the baby and how great it feels to not be recovering in that way and it's just so it's so hard this wasn't a easy road I mean it was lengthy but it feels good it feels like you know we were meant to do this ah Yay. And you can sense it. I mean, every picture, every conversation, it's just like beaming out of you and it's contagious. And I'm just so excited for you all. Thanks. It doesn't mean I'm not itching to get back to some more free time, but we are super, super duper joyful. Yay. I would love to know like what it was like when the girls met him for the first time. Like, have they taken on different roles with him? You know, is one a mother, one a playmate? how they adjusted to having a little brother. So the visits before he was placed with us were, I would say pretty intense. Like we were there from like one to three hours every time I would say. And he didn't really warm up that much to us. Probably every other visit we, you know, we'd try to hold him every visit, but like it was like every other, by the end of the visit, we'd be able to hold him without him crying. Or we tried to like put him down for naps and put him down. So it was, it was very intense. I'm very grateful to the caregivers he was living with to accommodate it because it was intense for them too. Like to have two new people in your home with this baby that you've loved and raised. It's emotional because you know this baby is going to this new home and you want everyone to be happy, but you also want to protect the baby. But then the baby's going to these new people ultimately. So you want them to be able to learn how to protect him. It's all very nuanced. I still don't regret it. We knew we had two and a half weeks before he was all of a sudden in our home. And to make it not so traumatic, we came up with a schedule of how to do these visits. And they lived about an hour away, which is fine. And we did it. And I'm so glad we did it. I wouldn't change it, but it was intense. 
the grandpa kept saying, who who's lovely, he kept saying, like, when, when you bring the girls, it's going to be totally different. When you bring the girls, it's going to be totally different. And we didn't bring the girls for the first, like, week and a half because our house was going on the market. We were preparing that and working. And so they were with their grandparents for, like, six days. And when they came, he was totally right. We were more relaxed. Yeah. Baby Jay was able to see us playing with them, having fun with them. They were so loving towards him. They knew this was going to be baby brother and they brought him gifts and the caregivers were, were giving our girls gifts. They had like super big sister capes and mugs and like necklaces. It was just so, I could not even like imagine a better birth family. It really was so, so amazing. And then things got better. So that was the last couple of visits with the girls. It was a little better each time. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. he was placed with us when things really fell into place, honestly. But if you imagine, if we didn't do all those visits, he just he's just all of a sudden at our house. Like, that's really scary for a kid. It's really yeah. scary, yeah. I have to imagine. So, yeah, they've been – they are incredibly loving towards – him and they've also needed more special time and attention from us. But I was telling you earlier that like the middle one, Caroline, who's three, is waking up after we put her to bed and like sneaking up and coming to have solo time with us, which is probably good. I think the other thing that made the first week or two hard without me knowing was the time that we had built in during the work week for Chris to be with baby Jay and bond with him was supposed to be sort of like my time to do my thing. But because the girls were needing more time and attention, I started using that time for them. So I would pick one of them up from school, go have a picnic, go and get the other one. And it didn't even register with me until there was this moment and we were all at home making dinner, you know, the chaos of the evenings And I said in a moment of conflict or stress, I was like, Chris, I'm just trying to be everything to everyone. And he was like, I know. Can you stop? I wasn't saying it in an exasperated, like, I can't be everything to everyone. It was like, no, I need you to do this or hand me this thing because I'm trying to be everything to everyone. Like, that was like my end goal. And even just like verbalizing that, I was like, okay, (laughs) like, I I can't do that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they were a little dysregulated the first couple of weeks and it's since gotten better. A little routine goes a long way too. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Keeping them in school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to say one more thing about the intensity of the visit. I remember one of the nights I was going alone and I was going to do bedtime and it was near the end of that like two and a half week period. And I just burst into tears on the drive And I all of a sudden was feeling so deeply for the family's experience. Mm. Yeah. It was the first time I really put myself in their shoes and it was, I felt grief for them for the whole, the whole day. And I did end up being able to talk to someone from the agency who had gone through it herself and was able to give me some thoughts and like kind of be a container for me. But she was like, why don't you verbalize it? with the family, you know, just connect, um, share how you're feeling and maybe it'll open them up. And I did have an opportunity with the the grandmother to just, I just like burst into tears with her, which there was not like great timing to do it, but we did have a moment alone away from baby Jay. Um, 
And I just burst into tears and was like, I'm just feeling so much for for you. And I know this is really hard on you guys and emotional. And she is wanting everyone to feel okay and be okay. And she she did sort of take down a wall. And she's like, honestly, I just feel like I'm going to feel it once it's all over. I think I'm just yeah. like waiting to feel it till it's over, which was also just like a very raw emotion. And so I'm glad I shared how I was feeling feeling with her and I was trying to do it in a way that wasn't going to be burdensome to her but it just like flowed out it's like you go from being total strangers to being in this really intense situation together we're telling each other we love each other where it's just very intense with with strangers and now they're like extended family oh it's such a selfless act to be able to do something like that for a child that you love unconditionally knowing what's best for them. They're giving him a family. And I just respect that so much. And I, I said this before, but we've, we started to feel a little bit like our family was undesirable because we have other kids to like a birth mother or birth parents, but they chose us because we had other kids, which was really special. They wanted him to have sort of like an instant, family, which he didn't have. He had very loving caregivers who will remain loving extended family members in his life, which we're also extremely grateful for. Do you keep them updated on his progress? I imagine that made them feel better to know how well adjusted he is and how he's thriving in your home right now. Good. I had no idea how to do that. That was like one of the main things I wanted help with from the therapist. Like, do we do visits? How soon? And she said, there's basically two schools of thought from really smart people. One is tear off the bandaid, be just the new family for a while before visits. The other one is like, no visits are like really healthy Um, And so we sort of talked through it and agreed. We thought visits made sense. So we did FaceTimes first, and then we did a visit with the grandparents, which was amazing. It was really lovely. We didn't know if he would prefer them or prefer us. So we were sort of ready and open to however, however emotional it would make him. And he just... He acted as if everyone who loves him in the world is in the same room. He was just so Uh. happy. That's amazing. They're coming again this weekend. Yeah. Good, good. I feel like this is just like such a beautiful best case scenario all the way around for every party involved in this. Yeah. I don't want it to sound like it's always rainbows and unicorns, but it's been a really beautiful process with all different emotions. And I feel like I'm able to see that being a little bit more in my right mind than postpartum. So I have a lot of gratitude for that, to be honest. That's why we got into adoption in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We went into it thinking that we'd receive a child and we didn't think that we'd receive more family. And that has been a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. Look what we just did. That's it. All right. Thanks for listening. I don't know how to end this. (laughs) I think it just goes on to the music. Boom, boom, boom.
anyone cut me short I was thinking this was the way to go And you put up your puppet show I say cheers to life No, I'll be no good man Just give me a look 